involved in this, knew this was the right thing to do. Certainly Devin knew it was the right thing to do. No one wants to hide on this one, and, and I applaud Devin for um, recognizing uh, this is what had to be done and, and going out and doing it. David, I think Devin wants to hide on this one. I just think he knew he couldn't. That is David Stearns on Wisconsin's Morning News on Wisconsin's radio station. Our teammates at 620 WTMJ this morning. Tosh, do you remember any other stupid injuries that you came across during your career, like, there's the one about Jeff Kent, the former baseball player, who, like, I think he said he fell out of his truck while he was washing it or something. And then there was a tight end from the Eagle or from the Lions who tripped over his cat or dog once upon a time. Which, by the way, with the number of pets we have in our house, that is a real danger. Because they will cut you off when you're not ready for them to run by. And you if you're not very agile, which I am not, you may go down once or twice on the carpet. But did you come across any during your career that ever became public? Um, so there are a couple instances, though, you know, and this isn't my career per se, but I just remember, and it actually influenced my sneezing. And that's Sammy Sosa, because if you recall, he sneezed so hard he hurt his back. So if you notice, and I don't try to sneeze on air, but I don't sneeze in big increments. I like to do the three to four sneeze to keep it a lower volume on my back and on anything else. So I don't ever, I don't ever want to say never, but I don't ever want to have the one big sneeze. I like to go bing, 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 three sneezes in a row take a little less vibration off the rest of my body. You're able to control, you're yeah. able to spread out your sneezes? Yeah, it's a weird quality, but I've, I've gotten to be God, pretty good at what it. what a gift. Yeah, what a gift. It's something. So Sosa doing that, and then I can remember, uh, and again, I don't know the kid's name. I wouldn't say it anyways, even if I did. But there was a player that uh, came in, and we were go- just getting ready to go to training camp. And he was up water skiing. Up north, up in the Manitwish areas, way up north, and I think he he busted himself up pretty good. Like he, something happened. He felt and he like busted up his. I don't know if he broke his ankle, but it was heavily sprained. And as you know, if you're not on the compound and you're working out, you don't get paid. Not so a football injury. He put a like a little plan together to come in a day early before camp. And go down and work out in the Hudson Center. And then he came up and was like, oh, there's something wrong with my ankle. Now, did the, do I think that the Packers probably had a good understanding of what was happening? Yeah, I think they did. But I think he ended up battling it out, and I think he ended up getting some type of an injury settlement working through it. But I don't know if that's – if you want to put that into the dumb injury, it's a – he tried to parlay it in. Um, but, no, I don't – there's not – there's stuff that happens that gets hidden, obviously. But to this degree, I, you, I don't know how you get it. When you're going to miss playoff games, people are going to dig in and try to figure out why. So I think he did. You know, I know you were kind of poo-poo and Stearnsy there. They had no choice. They did it. Right. And now the right. good news is 
I think once the playoffs start, we're not going to think about Devin Williams unless somebody blows a lead in the eighth innings. <laughs> Correct. That's exactly That's it. when we're going to think about it. Which him. has never happened in playoff baseball. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the first person I thought of, and then we'll get to your calls, was Steve Sparks. Do you know who Steve Sparks is? When I say Steve Sparks, what do you think of? Go ahead, Jesse. I don't know. Uh, He had a dumb injury. He was a knuckleballer, and he broke his shoulder a bunch, but uh, or dislocated his shoulder a bunch. What was the dumb one he had? I can't remember exactly what it was, but I know it was stupid. Yes, in spring training 1994, the Brewers had a motivational speaker come in, (laughs) and the guy tore... Phone books in half. Which, for those of you that are young, (laughs) before we had the internet, you had to look up phone numbers in this big, thick yellow book called the Yellow Page. Huh? That's weird. And so Steve Sparks decided to do it. Why is there still not uh, a phone book with people's cell phone numbers if they wanted? Just because it would all be on the internet? Is that kind of the deal? You're a, you're a, you're um you're a, you're an entrepreneur. Do you think there'd be money still in the phone book industry? I don't. No, I don't. Well, don't isn't that isn't that why we have phone books? Like those aren't just like public um services, right? Like somebody owns yellow pages and they like sell ads and they Isn't there something they charge romantic you to about put the listings phone book in. though? Then there's something kind of romantic. I know there's football's romantic, so can't phone books How be can romantic? How not be romantic about phone books? <laughs> <laughs> so, so Steve Sparks tried to tear his, uh, his phone book, and he dislocated his shoulder. Um, 844-770-3776. Jesse posed a really good question. Oh, I got another dumb one, too. Remember the Jaguars when Jack Del Rio was coach? And they're talking about chopping. Uh, what, what's going on? No, it's a good one. This is, I don't know why Jesse covered his eyes. Just you. The, the, unfortunately, Jesse has full view video as opposed to you, where you look like a specter, like you come in and out of the frame. I don't know if you're there or not. I'm assuming there you're may like be something on the show sheet later. Is that why I'm not supposed to say that? Or well, we've already ruined one, and now we're about to ruin it. I'm second, not going to so ruin the next one. We are one. going All right, full let's on calls. trivia audible. I think if we. Need oh, to, I didn't. I have not looked. I won't it. say a word. Okay. Oh I'm, no. I'm good. Wait. So oh yeah, there it is. Steve okay. Sparks also did this. I'm sorry. Oh I'm so no, to... I I'm the only one who didn't screw up a question. Yes. Yeah. Oh my bad. I won't mention any more about it. <laughs> Trivia coming up next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever happened to Mario Manningham? Uh we will. We'll play trivia a little bit later. Here's the question, Jesse. Here's the question you wanted to ask, and I will put together trivia so you don't have your life become a living hell. Okay? I will put together trivia. You ask your question, and then we'll take calls on it. Do you feel bad for Devin Williams, or are you mad at him? It's a good question. Because Uh, I kind of feel both, but... As I think more, I'm mad at him. 
Yeah. Because and, and and I took a call off air actually from Jim in Sockville during our last commercial break. Ah, Jimmy. His point I thought was interesting that professional athletes, especially at this stage of a season, chance to win a World Series, probably the best team the Brewers have had since 82 with a chance to win the World Series. You can't be like this. You can't be the college sophomore at the party who gets mad about losing a game of beer pong and punches a wall. Like, we can all talk, and, and Scalzo and Brust and other shows have taken calls about, like, what are your dumb injuries, and we can laugh about those, but this isn't the same. It's not the same as if I think I can swing off of a rope into a lake and, and land it. Like, it, it, it's not the same. It, you're, a, you're an all-star reliever going into a chance to win a World Series as good as the team has ever had, and being the Milwaukee Brewers, you're not sure you're ever going to get this opportunity again because of the nature of the market and the way the sport is played. You can't make a mistake this stupid. Mm-hmm. You can't do it. So I, as much as I want to feel bad for him... And you do, a and, little. And I do. I'm more mad at him than anything. So I think that's an interesting point. And for some of us, Jason, I know you're excluded from this, but I think everybody that likes to partake in the spirits, drinking some spirits or doing stuff. <laughs> Everybody, I don't care who you are, you've had moments where you're an idiot. But I don't think anybody can argue that. And if you are, hey, kudos to you. I know I have, and I'm fairly certain Jesse has. I know Scalzo has. I know Brust. I, I just, I know. So this stuff happens, but there is a time and a place, and this isn't the time. And that definitely wasn't the place. <laughs> so, uh, if it's after the World Series, hey, you want to go punch walls? Go for it, bro. If that's what you like doing, yeah. Go knock yourself out. There's people counting on you. There's a state that's counting on you. And it's not. this isn't to make him feel worse, because he feels horrible. There's no I doubt hope this about isn't it. your way of cheering him up. Well, it, there's nothing to cheer him up about. This is going to be something he's going to have to work through. I don't know. Like, to bounce back from this is going to take a lot of mental fortitude on his behalf. So I do feel It'll bad for him. take them winning him. without him. Uh, I think he'd be the happiest guy in the world if they win without yes. him. Yes. If they That's lose and they because they blow an eighth-inning lead, he's going to yes. really feel it. So yeah. uh, I feel terrible for him. Anytime it's a self-inflicted wound, you want to talk about accountability. He's ta- he's going to be taking it on, and that's you know that's the price you pay. But Jim's point, Jesse kind of relaying that there is a time and a place, and we're all allowed to be idiots from time to time. I think that's just we are. This is not the time at all. And then to have this come up, it's just it's brutal. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Are you more angry with Devin Williams, or do you feel bad for him? I do feel bad for him. I, I am not I unsympathetic. I would not want to be him, and I know he didn't do this on purpose to ruin his season or the Brewers' chances, which he hasn't. They can still win the World Series without him. But, man, I just want to know why he was so mad. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. I will rewrite trivia 
while we take your calls and texts, 844-770-3776. That's next. It's Wilde and Tausch. This is Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Sponsored by American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at amfam.com. Can't drink without thinking about you. Is it too late to tell you that everything means nothing if I can't have you? So, after our celebration, I uh, went out to uh, have a few drinks. And on my way home, um, I was a little frustrated, upset, and um, I punched a wall. So, that's, that's how it happened. On my way home, everything means nothing. I was a little upset, a little frustrated, and I punched a wall. Doesn't that feel like I, Tausch? I know you were the perfect child, so Denny and Diane never had to scold you. It was your brothers that were the troublemakers. You were perfect, but. Doesn't that sound like a kid who's being required to apologize by his parents for something ill-advised that he or she might have done? That's how he sounded to me. Yeah, what's the dumbest thing you did as a kid? uh, I, as a senior at Martin Luther High School, uh, went and toilet papered a mean teacher's house with a group of friends. And then I allowed uh, a couple of uh, I would say misguided souls who suggested we should drive by then and admire our work. And the guy lived on a cul-de-sac, and he came running out in his bathrobe with a baseball bat and took a swing at the car multiple times. Almost didn't get to speak at graduation as a, the valedictorian. It was it was a whole. You were the valedictorian. Yeah. Yeah. So it's amazing I haven't done more, more with my life. Was your tuition free then at the University of Wisconsin? That's uh, that's um, that's a really sore subject with me. So I appreciate you bringing it up. Uh-oh. No, because isn't that part of the deal? That's part of the deal, right? If well, you're the valedictorian, is. you get you get a full scholarship to the University of Wisconsin. So there was a uh, three-way valedictorian tie with okay. perfect 4.0s. And uh, a certain advisor uh, decided to bestow that award on one of the other students who then went to a Concordia school, so the scholarship went unused. So some of us that went to the University of Wisconsin were less than thrilled. (laughs) It is gone! No, he didn't! Um, so I paid my own way. But and, could, and I appreciated they, my education so much more. Why didn't they... Uh, yeah, you wouldn't want anything for free anyway, so that's fair. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's uh-huh. way to stick to your uh, core principles. Uh, yeah, no, that I'm definitely lying. The other I question I have is, yeah. do you guys have a hard time finding the studs when you're like trying to hang pictures? Because Devin Williams, if he doesn't hit the stud, he's not breaking his hand. Like punching a wall? Well, you just go we, through we, the wall. We don't know what kind of wall he punched. Well, no. You're not breaking your hand by hitting a little baby plaster. Like, that ain't breaking your hand. Oh, 
if if can you go into your uh, fake empty no. apartment that you're in on the video <laughs> and punch all the different. I'll go walls. into that little bat cave you got and punch some holes in walls. I, I know think that. I would break my hand on some of this. No, you're not breaking your hand if you don't catch a stud. Are you telling me you can't break your hand on you drywall? Can, but I think most uh, a world class athlete like old boy. He ain't breaking his hand punching a little baby plaster wall. You got to hit a stud. You don't hit a stud, you ain't breaking your hand. All right, I, 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 we'll put that out to uh, experts in masonry and drywalling because I'm not sure well, I how believe thick you is, on that. How thick is a good drywall if you don't hit the stud? What? It's it's not even an inch, I don't think, right. is it? I'm going to check in with my guy at Professional Construction, Inc. and see right now if I can get an answer on that. Let's take some calls, and yeah. then we'll go further into can you break your – God, can I just say how much I love doing a radio show with you? Well, you didn't say that yesterday. No, you were a jerk yesterday, and the day before, even more so. 844 still irritates me that you say that. <laughs> 776. Let's get to the calls, and maybe one of them will be a drywaller, and they can give us more information on whether you can break Darren your hand Waller. on drywall. <laughs> John Wall. Waller Pip. Pippi Longstocking. <laughs> that's a tough one to then come back yeah, from. That's a yeah, that is. It's tricky. Uh, Dennis in Nashville. Let's talk to Dennis in Nashville, 844-770-3776. Dennis, I assume you're on your morning walk? I am, and I was just getting dive-bombed by a Blue Jay, so I hope he leaves me alone. I don't know what I did to him, but wow. he was like... Those are mean birds. That's a pretty head. bird, though. A Blue Jay's a yeah. pretty bird. Good-looking, but mean. Anyway, uh, Tosh, if you hit a drywall between the studs, I'd say you've got a pretty good chance of putting your fist through... With unscathed, but if it's plaster in like some older houses, there's no way because there's like that's like cement. But anyway, oh, um, okay. Um, on Lucroy, sorry, I'm going up a hill. Um, I feel really bad for him, super bad for him. Um, uh, one time, my son, when he was 17, he saved, he worked really hard and saved up $2,000 to buy a car. And a couple months later, coming home from work, his check engine light came on, and he continued to drive all the way home. And he locked up his engine. I was so mad at him, but yet my heart ached like crazy that he had worked so hard for that money, and it was gone. Mm -hmm. And that's how I kind of feel for, for Devin. It's really, really a shame. You can see in his eyes that he sounds terrible. Mm -hmm. And I'm really working to get up this hill, so I'll hang up. You guys take care. Catch your breath. Bye. Thanks Love for the call, guys. Dennis. So uh, Dennis, Dennis said he he didn't he called Devin Williams Lucroy there, okay? And that's because in 2012, and Jesse, you're you're nodding. Jonathan Lucroy uh, claimed that his wife dropped a suitcase on his hand and that's how he broke his hand uh there was some suspicion as to whether that was an accurate story some uh, uh <laughs> there was a lot of suspicion around that one <laughs> 
because, and it happened while he was uh, looking for a sock. <laughs> so that one, um, that one ranks right up there too as one of the more um, suspect injuries um, in a hotel room. He may have punched a wall because he was diagnosed with a boxer's fracture, which comes from, like boxers, punching something. Uh, So Dennis's point between climbing up that hill was that, much like he felt bad for his son, he feels really bad for Devin Williams. More so than angry with him. Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's a different deal. Uh, You could say both made poor decisions, and that's fair. Um yeah, I don't know. I mean, yes, you can be f- conflicted with your feelings here because I feel bad for him too, but I'm more mad because, again, you, you know, we all care about athletes, but what we really care about is our teams. Winning. Right. Yes. So it's not, yes, we want our players to you know thrive and all this other stuff, but the bottom line, we want care if we didn't know them as baseball players. That's where you're kind of c- conflicted here, and... I, it's it's man, it's just it's gonna suck for him. He's gonna he is gonna have a long road to mentally come through this. Yeah, I agree with that. Let's get to another call. Let's talk to Steve in Cedarburg. Steve, good morning. Welcome to Wildeans House. How are you, buddy? Thank you. Good. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Nice to talk with you. You know, the guy you uh, mentioned Lucroy. I was going to mention Jonathan Lucroy and the suitcase incident. So, if they're not going to explain. What exactly happened, and what was he punching? My first thought was a domestic issue. I mean, that popped in my mind right away, and I'm thinking, we're all married, and how many times has your wife made you so angry you want to punch a wall? So maybe never, that's what happened. Never. <laughs> let, me, let me just get on the record and say never. <laughs> okay, we'll clear that up. But if they're not going to explain <laughs> what happened and he was angry about what? They had just won the division. Uh, what could correct. you be angry about to punch a wall? And so first thought was domestic. Come on, gentlemen. Let's hear it. We've got enough reporters around. I'm surprised somebody didn't ask him. Well, I, and I think, I think Stephen, thanks for the call. Because I love you guys. I, I think that's a valid question to ask. When they did ask... What was he angry about? What I get it, but um, that's not the kind of information they're going to offer up. But that's why reporters' jobs is to find out things that people don't want out there. So if there's more to this story, I am sure there are reporters that cover the Brewers that work on this story that will continue to work on this story.